We good? All right. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. Always remember, folks, whatever you think about comes about. Whatever you focus on grows. There we go. Welcome back show. We're on YouTube at the same time. My message today, we are talking about this idea of paradigm shift. Now, this fits somewhere within the book, Think and Grow Rich and the Science of Getting Rich in, in, in its integral part. But it's just, it, it, it is hard to move forward in those books if you don't begin to have what's called a paradigm shift. Now, you've experienced this before. You experienced it. Maybe you're a religious person and one, at one point you didn't believe. And then you had a moment. You had a, a time, a place where something happened and all of a sudden it just, you had a paradigm shift, right? Uh, a, 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 a come to Jesus meeting time, so to speak, where it was a moment where you, you, you re- okay, I, I, have to, I have to make a change, right? You might've done this in your physical conditioning and all of a sudden you're like, fuck dude, I've got to stop. I got to get on my diet. I got to stop smoking. I got to go do, like you have a moment and those moments can be super powerful. If you don't have that moment with money, if you don't have that moment, if you're going to try to be a wealth builder, if you're going to be this blue collar person who's going to try to get on the path and try to build wealth for your family, because my message is to you that anyone, regardless of age or race or, or financial situation, can get on the path to building wealth and the, the blueprint and become a millionaire. You, anybody can be a millionaire if they apply themselves to the principle and the path. Now, that's a... I, and that's kind of the message of every, uh, it should be the message of every financial advisor out there. Fuck, your purpose is to get me rich. If you're a financial advisor, you know what, but you know, here's the problem. Most financial advisors, when they're trying to advise you, they're trying not to get sued. They have a fucking license. And so they can't tell you what would probably be the best way to get rich. They're going to tell you a way to get rich that doesn't get them sued or them in trouble. Because guess what? When a person embarks on that journey, there's fucking risk. And when people remove the risk from themselves to other people, they want to blame people. See, what I advocate is that you manage your own money. You manage it. You. Like, you learn about it. There's this misfucking conception out there that it's so hard and I don't have time. Bullshit. It's your money. You are responsible for it. And even if you did outsource it, you could outsource it to a fund. You don't need a person to watch the fucking fund. You can watch the fund. Like you're capable of managing your own money. You could just check out, take the easy way out. Just say, oh, I don't want to look at it. That way you have someone to blame. I'm asking you to have a fucking paradigm change. What if you began to see money differently? What if you began to see blocks and chunks of money as a way to change your future, as a way to build wealth and over time in a seven to 10 year period, compound and get rich as fuck. You could set yourself on a course to get rich. But it ain't going to happen by accident. It ain't going to happen when you're always distracted with everything else in the world and building wealth and your money is the lowest fucking concern. And and I know it is if you don't have any right now. Right? Or you've just been barely getting by. And so guess what? You have to have a fucking paradigm shift. It's not going to come from anywhere else. It comes from you having a moment. Money will meet you at your demand. This is the beautiful thing about money. Money will do actually what you tell it to do. I've been writing about this, this idea that money is everywhere, houses everywhere, right? Money is everywhere, but only to the degree that you have the consciousness of money. Meaning you have to see this stuff. 
And that's what the first three chapters of Science of Getting Rich were about, right? It was establishing a pattern. One, you have a right to get rich. Two, there's a fucking blueprint. Three, no one is stopping you. That's chapter one, two, and three of the Science of Getting Rich. You have a right, there's a path, and there is no monopoly. Nobody's stopping you. There are no gatekeepers. You just got to get it going, okay? Once we establish that, we get into chapter four. And chapter four of the Science of Getting Rich is entitled The First Principle of Getting Rich. And the first principle is thought. And so I put out these things called the 10 pillars of success. Guess what? Pillar number one, how you think is everything. It's everything. It's what we thought, think this morning. What were you thinking at 8.30? When the market opened, were you, were you thinking about your money? Do you have anything going? Do you have any deals? Are you getting ready to put anything in? So and you're like, no. Well, fuck, dude. Why not? You know, why not? You're telling me there's nothing you can find interesting that you want to get a bunch of money in. Come on, man. There's all kinds of shit out there. Shit in today's world, you can invest in apartment buildings and never go see it. You could invest in trailer parks and never go there. Hmm. You just have to push. You have to want to be in that. You, you, paradigm shift. Paradigm shift. Money will meet your demand. But we have to think that, right? Money will meet your demand. If your consciousness and demand is only 65000 you will make what you demand. If you pencil yourself in as an earner who earns from nine to five, takes the weekends off, and that's where you're limited. You're limited to making money with your own labor. That's that's how you've decided to make all of your money is just with your labor. Then that's what you'll get. But the moment you have a paradigm shift and you realize that the money that you really want is in the pockets, purses, wallets, check cards, and credit cards of other people. So I have to leverage myself. I have to do something that allows me to make money over here while I'm over here, meaning I want to make some money while I'm sleeping. I want to create a 24-hour money machine. I want people on the on the first paying me interest. I want people on the first paying me dividends. I want people on the first paying me rent while I pursue my work. I'm not saying I don't work. I keep working, but I take money from my work and I begin to put it into these ideas and these thoughts and these projects. And that's active management. That's me putting that into play. And anyone can do that. You're a 25-year-old girl. What the fuck keeps you from getting off the couch, getting your credit score right, putting the money together and go buying your first deal? Seriously. Like what, what, what keeps that? You're doing something fucking honorable. You understand real estate is one of the oldest professions in fucking history. The king was a landlord, dude. He had landlords that managed the land. This is as old as it gets. It's a simple concept. And somehow we've allowed people to twist it and you need a fucking horse. And you go, it's been happening every day in front of you for 5,000 years. Like it's one of the oldest ways to get possibly get rich. It's crazy. And it's so simple. People attacked the landlord recently. I won't soapbox this, but during COVID where the president takes the stand and goes, ah, you ain't got to pay your landlord. Fuck it. Now the landlord's got to keep paying us taxes. And the landlord's got to keep paying for insurance. And the landlord's got to keep repairing that property. But you don't have to pay him. Fuck that guy. And groups of people like, yeah. Yeah. And almost all of those tenants, not a one of them has the fucking courage that guy has. You know how much courage it takes to get off your ass, push your intent into the universe, go out into the world, 
and borrow money to buy a fucking apartment building? You know the courage that takes, the responsibility, the heaviness that you wear. Now you're dealing with the city. Now you're dealing with accountants. Now you're dealing with lawyers. Now you got to collect money from a hundred people, and ten of them have a major fucking problem this month, and they're not paying. You got to send in repair people and bug people and deal with fucking all kinds of shit. Hey, listen, the responsibility and courage it comes with being a landlord or owning fifty or a hundred units, and then to watch fucking people talk shit about them as if they're greedy. And you don't have, most people don't have one fucking ounce of courage that it takes to do that. And you say, well, how do you know? Because they ain't doing it. And you say, well, maybe they're not interested in it. Oh, they're not interested in being rich as fuck? Everyone's interested in being rich as fuck, right? The difference is the courage and the ability to, and the will to make yourself go do it. That's the difference. And so it's easy to talk shit about people who are doing it while we're not doing it. And I saw a lot of that in COVID brings out the see, tragedy. You know what separates the really successful? is how the fuck do you handle tragedy? How do you handle problems in your life? Are you on the ground for three fucking months and mourning and crying and can't produce and can't do your job? Then guess what? That's what separates you from champions. That's what separates you from the people who actually get to where they're trying to go. The ability to use their will on themselves. That's it, man. You're able to will yourself to do shit. If you make yourself just go in the fucking gym every day and you have that ability, you will get in good shape. If you have the ability to put your money, your focus on your money and focus your time and your energy and follow through with the things you say and don't get shaken out and do it consistently, you will build fucking wealth. It's personal willpower. You have to actually want to do it. And that requires you to have a moment, a paradigm where you realize the universe is set up to reward me. The universe wants to reward you. The universe, you don't understand the universe wants to reward investors. Investors are what make it all happen. The people who have the fucking courage to get up and take their labor, their talent, their treasure that they've saved and rather than spend it on themselves or their family to take it, put it aside consistently with the, with the, with the discipline that that requires. And then to push that intent into the universe and go and put it at risk, knowing they have no one to blame but themselves. That takes courage. This is why nobody does it. Investing takes courage. And so if you're doing that, you're a courageous person. Someone might say, well, that's not courageous. Bullshit. Why aren't you doing it? Because you don't have the personal fucking discipline to make yourself do it. So somebody's watching this video right now. You ain't even got a brokerage account. Fucking shameful. It's free. You live in the modern world. You have zero fucking excuse right now for not having brokerage accounts, multiple checking accounts, right? Knowing your credit score, getting your buckets right, avoiding debt. Like it ain't, it's, it, this is not a secret. This is not a secret. You know, I've put it out there. I'm nobody. I've been pushing this message into the world that it all starts first with the fucking buckets, that you have to get your money right. You have to have a paradigm shift. And the way that you live and the way that you see and the spirituality of money, that money, money, the way you treat money, your relationship with it. Go get a bunch of it and fucking hold it and feel it and count out 10,000 and see this 20,000 can become 100,000 if I have the courage to push myself and go follow through on the process. It's courage, man. Why do you think you hold on to it? You're afraid. Well, if I let it go, what if something happens? See, the fact that what if something happens is what keeps me from getting rich. I mean, well, what if something goes wrong? And so you hold it and you don't get rich. 
And the Bible clearly teaches on that. There's a parable where God gives one guy one talent, one guy five talents, and one guy ten talents. And he says, when I return, I want to see what you did with the fucking talents I gave you. Well, the guy he gave one, he's like, oh, man, I'm not losing the one. He goes and buries it in the backyard because what if something happens? <clears throat> what if something happens? What if I lose my money? Well, this is why we're going to limit the dumb things we invest in. You're going to have a little risky stuff, but it's limited. You're not all in on one penny stock, man. We're spreading this out. You're building a portfolio. This game is for life. We're getting shit straight. We got the savings right. right? Now we move into the investing and we start the basic concept of investing. We want to get that little dividend machine going. Even if you're doing real estate, you need a little dividend machine going. Why? Repetition is the mother of skill. So even if you're pushing into the world of real estate, why would you opt out of the... Uh, your brain's not so fucking small. You can't look at two things, man. I have people like, well, uh, which one should I do? Uh, you, both. Come on, man. Come on. Have, have a little more faith in yourself. Put a little more trust in yourself. Push yourself just a little bit more because you're trying to become a seven percenter. You don't get to do it the way the 93. You don't get the luxury of sitting on your fucking go. I don't know, man. You don't get to do that. See, when you do that, technology just runs right over you. People aren't even realizing. Like we're in, hey, fucking gig economy, man. If you're going to try to make it in this world on one fucking income, you are crazy. You better get two things going. If you're not doing what I'm saying, I promise you, you are fucked. I'm, I, I, let me just be for real. You're fucked. Until you have a paradigm shift with money, you are fucked. You're going to live hand to fucking mouth every day of your life and have no one to blame but you. You won't get to blame it because of your skin color or because of your gender or because of any of that bullshit. Because today you can enter these markets with your fucking thumbs. You could be an investor and never leave your house. So the day of excuses are over, man. Now you got to push your intent. You got to get out there in that world and go get that money because you got to have the money to do what we're talking about, right? Which requires a paradigm shift, man. Money's everywhere, but only to the degree that you have the consciousness of money. Most people are like the man who's driving his car and he's in first gear. And all he's got to do is make one little shift, man. One little paradigm shift. One little turn. And not only could he go further, make more, expand, push out, more attracts more. See, the universal principle to getting more is having some, right? More begins to build more. That's, that's, that's the way the universe works. See, the more money you have invested, it makes more money. And it, at a certain point, if you don't do shit anymore, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. I had a four-year period where it was the worst days of my life. Terrible. I don't even want to repeat it here. But it was like a black fucking hole. I didn't save any money. I didn't save any money. And I was living off some of my investments. And working, trying to do whatever I could do to make money, right? But during those four years, I never sold any assets. See, that's a sacred fucking vow. The assets are the business. I mean, that's it at all costs. That's the last. That's just where the ship's going down. That's where I've done everything I can do and there's nothing left. I mean, that's how it's got to be. You know, I'm not going to sell a house or take out a loan just to make life a little easier. Fuck that. We're going to struggle hard before I go down that path. And so I made it through those years. And during that time, my net worth almost doubled. Between houses appreciation and the stock market going up, I didn't sell any shares. I didn't sell any houses. And guess what? Money just keeps on a rolling. 
See, it's like Newton's law of motion. What you put in motion stays in motion. Once you have the dividend machine going, it just keeps paying dividends. Once you have the real estate going, it just keeps appreciating, collecting rent, man. And so you just got to get the ball going. And how big do you want to take it? How big do you want to take it? Time times amount equal, you know, times yield equals equals millionaire code. Time, meaning start now. Start and every every deal is a five to seven year deal. And we'll relook at it then. So you buy a house and in five years, you get to look at it. For five fucking years, you've been paying down the mortgage. The house has been appreciating. You've been collecting cash flow. That's a whole bunch of money. Now, what if you did that each year? So when you get to year five, there's four fucking other houses. And at year five, guess what? Now we tap house five. We pull some equity out. Tax-free. What did that just do? A little $30,000 bonus on top of your job from your house. Oh, we get one next year and the year after and the year after and the year after. And when we get back, we could do it again. See, once you have 10 or 15 houses, I can go and borrow from them all the time. There could come a point where I just begin to live off the equity of the properties. Think about that. What if I bought 15 houses and put them on 15-year notes, and at year 15, the first house is paid off, right? And now what if I go and pull out 75% of the equity and start the loan over? I just got 70, let's say, keep the math simple, 75 grand, tax-free. Guess what? I get to do it again next year, and we're going to roll through these these houses and guess what and some, some people try to put but i'm gonna do other things too i have the stars you see what begins to happen i begin to have options all of that was from the courage of me to put that shit into play back in the day when other people avoided it and you know now i'm the evil rich guy now i'm the evil landlord right wants to collect his money <laughs> it's funny how that works <laughs> oh tax the rich huh Another option is to get off your fucking ass and be one. I don't know. Just saying. That's another option. Oh, you could try that. That's why I couldn't be a politician. I know a man is a carpenter right now and can't find much work. His mistake was limiting himself to making money based on only one source of money supply. Wait, you mean if I have one job and I lose my job, I could have money problems? You can't rely on one source of income. You need some hustles going, man. I was doing that long before the gig economy. I was making five, $600 a month just mowing yards on the side, dude, before I even knew what to do with the money. Why? Because I just needed, I need an abundance of fucking money, man. So go do things. Spend your time making money and make fun, like enjoy this shit. See, the reason there's people who don't like working or I get these kids all the time. Well, what does it do to make money if you don't get to enjoy your money? Why the fuck have you equated not enjoying yourself with not working? I feel sad for that person. Like, seriously, if you if if working to you equates to like not enjoying yourself, not having fun, not like your life is fucked up, dude. Like you're actually backwards. You understand you're supposed to find meaning in your work. You're finding meaning and taking the day off, man fucking hedonism it's terrible i feel sorry for you i do i feel sorry for people like that you think fucking picasso's like oh man i need a break you mean come on man yes you're gonna take days off yes i take days off but goddamn, like why do we even have to have a conversation on that it's so it's that important to you you're 20 years old and that's your big fucking concern and it's like no your big fucking concern is you're broke dude you live in a monetary world and you have you don't have enough money that's your concern. You live in a monetary world right now and you don't have enough money to defend yourself. 
probably can't even protect your family. That's your big fucking concern right now. And I need you to get all over that. You need a paradigm shift right now. I shouldn't be more worried about your situation than you are. So you don't have a hundred grand. That's fucking crazy to me. It's crazy. It is crazy to me. You don't have a hundred thousand dollars right now. And I mean, in positive, it could be an equity in a home, not your personal home. I mean, outside of your personal home, personal home's fine, but I mean, a hundred grand in the field, making you money deployed assets, deployed equity either through stocks or real estate or a combination of both. You've got this base, this hundred thousand dollar base. That's your first goal, man. I don't care if you're a single mom. I don't care if you're 16. You ain't got that hundred. You need to be thinking about how to get the hundred. Because once you get the hundred, you've set the base. The base will continue to grow. Okay. So no excuses. Some people demand they earn just enough to pay their bills. Others work not for money, but for benefits. This job has great benefits. Other people actually demand that whatever they do, no matter what, leaves them an extra 50000 a month. Now, I'm writing with hyperbole there. My first goal was to get to $2,000 a month passive income in addition to my job. Why? Because I knew I would never earn enough money to make me happy. I would never earn enough money to have surplus. I would never earn enough money to become a millionaire because I didn't go to college. I'm a blue collar guy. I'm not a dentist, a lawyer. I'm not an engineer. So I had to take what I had and work it. I got to outwork the fucking engineer. So while the engineers at work worrying about engineering, I'm out in the field trying to buy real estate so I can make passive income. So I can grow my net worth. I'm out trying to leverage the little bit I have into myself while other people are focused on doing their job. I'm trying to see how much money can I get into the field making me money because every dollar I get out there brings back a little, which is less that I really need to earn later. Or it adds to my income. And so I figured out real quick, the easiest way to double your income is go buy like five houses. That's it. Your net worth's going to go up huge. You're going to have this passive income coming in. And here's the trick. Once you got money coming in, you don't need. So I got to where like I was working to pay my bills. My, my wife at the time, a girlfriend at the time was working to help pay our bills. So our bills were covered from work. And then I had two G's coming in from people paying rent. And guess what? They all paid rent. House went up a little bit in value. Loan went down a little bit in value. Margin compression. Do that for a couple years. What happens? All of a sudden, I'm a guy that mows yards, makes 12 bucks an hour. I can go get 100 G's like that on a note. Why? Not from my work, not from my effort, but from my investments. And so by having a paradigm shift of switching from me, my work, my stuff, to I need assets that are separate from me, that are over here, that grow, that are making money, that paradigm shift allowed me to completely revolve around to where I don't even need a job anymore and technically I'm rich. This I'm, I'm at home. I got nowhere to go. I don't go the next day. Next week, I'm not at a job. Next week, I'm not at a job. I, didn't, I wasn't a high income earner. I just took the money I didn't need, the compression, and I put it into real estate. And I bought a deal and I've killed myself nine fucking months working on it, problems, deal. Next, I bought a deal and then I bought a deal and I bought a deal and I did this. Seven years later, I look up, I've got like 10 houses that are worth over a million dollars. They're all throwing me money, right? I, I found money. I got a couple bonuses. I, did, I tried some new side hustles, some new businesses. One of them hit. I paid off the first two mortgages. Why? To increase my cash flow, right? I needed chunks of money. And now every month I've got three, $4,000 I don't need because I already paid my bills with my job. So now I've got four Gs. I drop in dividend stocks, drop in dividend stocks, drop in dividend stocks. Oh, wait, I'm going to stop. I need to go buy another house. And guess what? Dividend stocks are throwing off a little money. And the rents keep paying money, right? Oh, and I'm still working. 
and you begin to build this and push this thing out and push your intent into the universe and manage it and make it do it every day. Like every fucking day you're on this every day. Can I get a little money into Walmart? Maybe pets. Like I'm like, I'm just every day. And all of a sudden it's millions of dollars. Doing what? I like doing it. I love it. I love watching the stock market every day. I love real estate houses, looking at them. I love them. And there's no barrier to entry. Nobody can stop you. It don't matter what race you are. It don't matter you just got to America. You may not even need to be legal in some places. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can stop you right now from buying Bitcoin. Let me let you in on something. Bitcoin's been going up. And you might say, go hit my link, dude, and go to Coinbase. That's what I use. When you do that, they'll give me 10 bucks. I had a guy make fun of me the other day about that. I said, bro, I get like $20, $30 a day every day in Bitcoin. So while you're making, like literally just comes every day. And that is the platform I use. And like, I recommend E-Trade to people. Every time someone opens an E-Trade from one of the links I recommend, I get 50 bucks. Well, I'm recommending people all the time. Why? Because I'm trying to get people fucking rich. So I'm trying to push my intent into the universe. My t- This is what I do, man. This is one of the things I do is I'm trying to go to average people, blue collar people like me. No one came to me and goes, hey, dummy, you need to have a financial paradigm shift. Read this fucking book. It's here. Read this and do this. Why? And as I go through doing that and bless people, like I'm not, man, they manage their money. I'm trying to empower you to manage your money, to get your shit together. To realize that you're blue collar and you're probably fucked if you don't have this paradigm shift. You are probably going to die broke if you do what your parents did. You need a radical fucking change on the way that you see life and money. I'm telling you. And it's not coming from Washington. It's coming from you. You motherfuckers. It's coming from you. You have to do this. You have to have willpower over you. I can't stress enough at how fucking superhuman you need to get right now. Because most people do not have the courage to do what I'm saying. You don't have the courage to invest. You fucking, you'll just hold that money scared, not having the courage at all to push it out into the universe, scared. And that will keep you broke because as soon as you get 20, 30 G's in the bank, you're like, shit, I'm good. I'm going to take the weekend off, man. You go out here, but truth is you ain't got no money. You think that 50,000 in checking is something. That ain't shit, dude. It ain't nothing. Now I got 50, I got 200 sitting in checking. That's my emergency fund. But I'm on year 20 on this game. My emergency fund started out as a thousand bucks, dude. My first priority is to get properties. You got some of you guys sitting on 30 fucking grand, don't own any properties, no dividend stocks, nothing coming at you. How fucking stupid can you be? What good is that? You need to push your, you understand when you take 30 from your checking and you put it in your house, you didn't lose 30. You didn't lose it. You transferred it from checking to equity. You didn't lose shit. It's over here. You're going to get it back times five in five years. You're going to get this money back times five, either in net worth because the house appreciates, the loan comes down, the fucking margin spread. It's still there. There's your money right here. It went from checking to here, right? And it grows and grows and grows. Guess what it did in checking? It went down, down, down because of inflation. Over here, it went up, 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 up. But this zone here takes courage. And the reason you're sitting on all that money is you don't have courage. You say, well, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. You don't have the courage to go make yourself know. I can put it on a three by five card. How to, uh, good credit, two years tax return. 
Go find a house that's, you know, decent value. Buy it. It's better than sitting here cash and checking. You don't need some fucking amazing deal. You need a deal. Does that make sense? But this isn't going to happen until we have a paradigm shift. This change in your mind isn't going to happen until you have a paradigm shift. You know, paradigm shift is what's required, man. God bless. I don't want to go over 30 minutes on these. I appreciate you guys listening to the um, podcast, catching it on, um, on, on, on YouTube. Man, you got everything you need inside of you, man, to make this happen. Start that paradigm shift today. If you haven't, go to the17steps.com um, where I continue to spread this message. Uh, Peace. Yes, yes. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. Uh, if you don't have my free book, you don't have to die broke. You know what to do. Just hit me up. Click one of the links. Uh, at any of the platforms, There's a you can you can get to it. Um, and if you're not in, uh, doing a free e-course called The17steps.com, uh, maybe go check that out. Uh, some of these podcasts will be on there because I film it at the same time I record them. Anyway, I hope they help. Hope they get you fired up, man.